force us to do anything. That's called rape. While the girls were discussing their battle strategy, Tessa's mum was standing naked in the middle of Marcy's bedroom floor while her mistress dressed her for the party. A strange-looking leather harness was being draped over her shoulders and Marcy buckled her wrists and neck into it. Next came a wispy tutu-type skirt and a pair of eight-inch high heels. Finally, Marcy draped a heavy cloak around her shoulders, covering her naked breasts, leaving her completely vulnerable with her arms fastened behind her back. Just to reinforce her helplessness, her mistress ran her hand inside the cloak and squeezed her tit hard enough to force a gasp from her slave. Now you are ready to party, giggled the black girl, pecking Maggie on the lips and attaching a dog lead to the big D-ring at the front of her collar. When Marcy pulled up at the front of the boathouse, the party was already in full swing. Leading her yummy mummy through the throng at the doorway gave plenty of opportunity for black hands to slip inside the cloak and fondle Maggie's erect nipples. The older woman gasped as she felt all the hands upon her. A pair of hands slipped up her skirt from behind, cupping her buttocks and lightly brushing against her pussy lips before she left them behind, being pulled into the party by the lead attached to her collar. In contrast, Tessa and Jane had arrived at the boathouse some time earlier to find the place deserted. Wandering through the big empty building, a big black man saw them from the other side of the bar and greeted them like old friends. Hey, Janie and Tessie, how are you doing, my darlings? He said, kissing them both on the cheek. The girls looked at each other and shrugged. They had no idea who he was. He saw the confusion in their eyes. You mean you don't remember old donkey? I'll remind you later.